Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 21 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Josh Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. Have you ever thought about writing a novel? Well, yes. tomorrow might just be the perfect... I know I have. Well, it's I, true. I'm just being honest. <laughs> that's right. And uh, no, want to be famous and rich writing novels. That's actually what we really want to do. Step uh, two. Step <laughs> one, write novels. Step, step two, two make rich money. and famous. Amen. Uh, well, November is National no- Novel Writing Month, and here to talk about it is Municipal Liaison Joey Rodman. Joey, welcome to the Okie Geek Podcast. Yay. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> Not, municipal Liaison and number one Okie Geek Podcast super fan. That's right. It's true. <laughs> and we, we couldn't be more excited. <laughs> or proud. It's true. And proud, yes. <laughs> Uh, Joey, tell us what National Novel Writing Month is. No, no, Nano Remo is how it's pronounced, correct? Um, there's both ways. Okay. Nano Remo, Nano Remo, and it's about 50-50 split how you say it. The important thing to know about it, though, is that it is amazing. It is the commitment to write a book starting November 1st and ending on November 30th. And in the middle of that, you write 50,000 words. It's about 1,667 words a day, which sounds really intimidating, but it's totally not. You can totally do it. Uh, it takes me about two hours to write kind of 1,667 words because the key is they do not have to be good. Mm-hmm. You're not writing a good book. You're just writing a book. I call it my pre-first draft because calling it a first draft is making it into something that's way better than what I can do um, (laughs) at two in the morning (laughs) in November when there's holidays and family and all of those things. Um, We welcome anybody, if you've never written before, come write with us. If you're a really good writer, please come write with us because a lot of us are not so great and we need help. Uh, We have meetups throughout the month. If you want to come and write with us, we have them. I have one tomorrow morning. If you want to do one, we have a Google Calendar on our Facebook group and Mm -hmm. on the NaNoWriMo website, and you can get all the meetups on there, and you can come and write with us, and it's super awesome. That's wonderful. Now, how many people usually participate in the the metro area, Oklahoma City area? We, this year, have about 2,500 that are signed up on NaNoWriMo. I know that we have a lot more. There are a lot of people that hear about it last minute, don't really know where the website is, don't know how to sign up. They totally want to do it, and they show up to the meetups and all of that. I know that we have um, hundreds and hundreds of people that are on our Facebook group that are not signed up on the NaNoWriMo thing. And it's kind of hard to match screen names with real names. So right, that's right. Yeah. I would say about 3,000, 3,500. I, I just put my name as my screen name. I just thought, you know, I'm not really, most of the times I don't try to hide myself, but it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I, I can also uh, uh, confess that I am one of those shadow numbers because I have one Nano three times. One, it means finish the 50,000 words. Right. Um, but I have never gone to an actual meetup, mostly because if I'm given half an opportunity to talk about writing instead of writing, oh, I will take that opportunity. <laughs> so a whole bunch of people in the room allegedly writing is not a recipe for me to make words. Because you'll just get distracted. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because not writing is the easiest thing. <laughs> it's, so always a, it's always a way not write. to. I think allegedly writing is kind of the key word there. Um, (laughs) I am an extrovert. A lot of the people that do NaNoWriMo are not, and they will sit down and they will sit and look at the keyboard and not look at anyone and write. I can't do that. That that is most authors. (laughs) And having met hundreds, if not thousands of authors now, most of them 
tend to be, I'm just going to go to my little writing cave and I'm going to make up whole worlds. Please don't talk to me unless you're the pizza delivery person. <laughs> well, and I, I, I write all day. I mean, that's my job. I do writing. I write news. So when I get done, it's really hard for me to want to go write. Um, and also I think because I write news and I write high, I have to have facts and information. So I, it's really hard to go in and go, well, I'm just going to make something up. Because well, I can't. I mean, my real job. Yeah, and I think switching. <laughs> well, your you brain, shouldn't. Switching exactly. your brain over to that creative. You know, you are creating all the information versus kind of being a filter for the news. I, Michael and I both are free, mm -hmm. journalists, and so it's it's that making that shift at the end of the day is it's putting your head in a whole different place. So yeah, that's a challenge for me too. So what, what, what do people write about? Is there a certain genre or is it just any genre? How does it work? It is anything you want. I have written, I've done, I signed up October 31st, 2005. So I've been writing a book every year since then. And I've written a lot of choose your own adventure sci-fi operas, which <laughs> wow, okay. is not actually a genre that <laughs> anybody wants to read. It is now. It is now. <laughs> Um, but they just last year they said that you could officially write fanfic for NaNoWriMo. So anything that you really want to write is good. I had someone in the Oklahoma City region last year that wrote their thesis on NaNoWriMo. They had done all of the research wow. but could just not sit down and do it. And so they used NaNoWriMo those 30 days to get a first draft of their thesis. Oh, wow. Out. That's a great idea. I like idea. that there are official rules to this thing that no one is policing. Yes. Like, I mean, I mean, it, it, it does. There is absolutely like I, I have never run a marathon, but I have done like uh, obstacle courses and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so doing something kind of grueling with a large group of people, even if it's mostly conceptual, other people has real psychological weight. Like I finished my first book because I knew there were a bunch of other people torturing themselves mm -hmm. in the same way that I was. And that sounds terrible. It's really only torture in week two. The rest of the weeks are fine. Um, Why week two? What is it about week two? Let's come back to discuss week two of okay. NaNoWriMo. Because it's a thing. I mean, it is it is a known issue. But, um, but I mean, it, it, it's always been kind of... Uh, I mean, the spirit of it is write something with a beginning, middle, and end and finish it. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea that, okay, you can now write fanfic. Listen, that's been happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the secret is out, you know. Yeah, I'm the worst kind of NaNoWriMo rebel ever. People have come to me and they said, well, can I write this? I don't know. Can you? Like, yeah. of course you can. <laughs> oh, this, the dreaded This is not a school. Like, do whatever you want. In fact, um, I'm the official municipal liaison this year, but I have been a rebel ML since 2005, holding my own meetups with... Shadow cabinets. Shadow, yeah. <laughs> nice. a away from the rules. She's got to speak, Daisy. She's a mad. You have to know the knock. Nice. You have to know the password. What led to this rebellion? I just don't like rules. I just really <laughs> Even these don't. extremely loose, barely existing rules. It's too much for me, man. Structure, structure man. I'm going to write 1,778 words today. Can't stop me. <laughs> what? See, you get me. That's right. You get it. I'm excited about the fan fiction because that was one of my questions. Because it's the one thing that I do know that I could probably write if I wanted to. Because one thing I do know is, like, if I was actually sit down and write a Star Wars story, I could write a Star Wars story. Why? Because my brain is there i mean i've been re reading and, and writing all kind of star wars stuff anyway so i'm very excited to know that that's something i could do as well yeah. when i coach new writers i tell them if they're having trouble with with 
characters or setting and stuff like that to just write fanfic because they're characters that you already know. Mm -hmm. It's a setting you already know. That daunting thing is over with. And then you can go write it. And then when they get to the end, I, I kind of tell them, okay, now go look and see how much of that already existed in the canon and how much you just made up. Right. Because it is going to be a huge amount that you just make up. Mm -hmm. You just got over the mental hurdle of, I can't think of any characters. Now you don't have to go. I mean, it's excellent practice. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, when I, and I've been reading a lot of, like I said, I've been reading a lot of Star Wars because it's been coming out. Um, there's been five books that, it, that came out just on September 4th dealing with the upcoming movie and I've read all five of them and like I think half of the authors actually say in there thank you I started doing this by just writing fan fiction of Star Wars stuff and eventually some you know, Lucasfilms saw and saw I was good and then actually hired me to write something that was the letter that came after the cease and desist. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> right. um, Since we can't stop you, we're going to hire you. It's, all, I, you know, it's, it's fine as, as long as it stays like on the. I think one of the girls uh, wrote, you know, I, I put a bunch of stuff, fan fiction on the website, and I've lost the password. So it's still out there. I just can't get it off there. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's so daunting because I haven't written anything in two years, and. I have yet to decide if I'm going to do NaNoWriMo I have till midnight. Yes. So commit. Would happening. what would be Peer the passion. best would you say structure to start with since for someone that hasn't done it in so long? Or so ever. Or ever. Yeah. There are two kinds of writers basically that we get in NaNoWriMo. There are people that outline the story. They've got a character, they've got a plot, they've got a rule, they've got, you know, everything that kind of goes on in their story. And then there are the other type that we call pantsers. You just fly by the seat of your pants that, and you get it done. That would be me. <laughs> and that I don't is, plot anything. I'm just like, yeah. let's see what happens. And that is write. totally me. Um, because I'm such a rebel, because I don't like rules, if there's an outline, I feel constricted and that I have to do these things. And then it becomes homework, and I don't like that. So I start out, and I all my stories are very character-driven, and I say... What is a character? Who are they? What do they want? Why can't they have it? And that's just mm. how I kind of start writing. And you can get a good, you know, third of your book. Who are they and what do they want? Mm. Why can't they have it? And then you can kind of go in and fill in subplots later. One of the biggest things that people get week two is they're not excited anymore. This is horrible. I ran out of coffee. There's some words here and I don't like them and I want to edit them and you can't. You just have to keep going. And one of the things that I will tell people is if you don't know what happens next, skip it. Whatever you know that should happen, start writing that. You can fill in the gap later. You can get from point A to point D later. Just start writing what, you know, there's really epic fight in your head, write the fight. Get it done, get some words on paper, keep that momentum going so that you're writing every day. Yeah, I heard one somebody, uh, one author say when you're when you're writing, you've got to stop at some point because you have to sleep and eat and things like that. So never stop at a stopping point. Stop at a point where you know exactly what the next word, the next sentence, you know what that's going to be. Stop at that point because when you come back, you can continue writing. You know? It was Hemingway. No, he he was always drunk. <laughs> no, seriously, like it's it's a quote attributed to Hemingway. Okay, yeah, there you go. he said never stop at a stopping point. He said stop, walk away. When you're in the middle of stop at like a starting the creative, point, at the, the middle of the creative juices are flowing, Good walk away. From he wrote a lot of stuff. I, no one's more surprised than me. Boom. Opinions. <laughs> uh, he also said, "Write drunk, edit sober." So, I think that's a pretty good 
Assuming you're of age, I think that's a pretty good adage yeah. to have. Yeah. You're, I'm going to have some It worked well for him. November. Let's just put it that way. So maybe in week two, you've not only run out of coffee, you've run <laughs> out of alcohol. Booze. <laughs> Those are the dark times. <laughs> it's in between paychecks. Yeah, Can't the, quite the, get to the liquor store. The drunken writer trope exists for a reason. <laughs> that's the fun of November. Thanksgiving is right there in the middle, yeah. and you can go mooch off family. So yeah. you were talking about how you aren't, you, you, you have a very odd genre that you write for. What are some of the more odder genres you've heard of during NaNoWriMo? Uh, dinosaur romance <laughs> was oh, definitely a thing yes. one year. Uh, yeah. Velociraptors. Yeah, take that a step further. My, I have seen an awful lot of dinosaur erotica mm. go through my company's filter. Well, not go through the filters, actually. I was going to say, made it through. Filters, yeah. yeah. You know, like it or not, it's definitely a thing that's happening right now. I, I kind of traumatized oof, yeah. by it. But one of the things I'm a big fan of, and I know it's really self-indulgent and narcissistic, is I really like reader inserts, and that's something that I have started seeing crop up a lot in fan fiction recently. And they're actually getting really, really creative with it, where they're not just really bland characters that you're inserting, but they're actually characters with like. You're like, yeah, yeah, I can, I could, but they're bland enough that you can still insert yourself. Do you see a lot more of that in NaNoWriMo or is like even not fan fiction, but like people writing their own thing, but reader insert? There's a little bit of it. It's not super popular yet. A, a lot of people that write NaNoWriMo, if you've been doing it for a lot of years, you get really weird. You start writing really weird experimental things that maybe are not going to work, but mm -hmm. that's kind of the fun of NaNoWriMo is, if it's not working at November 30th, you quit. You're done. You can just throw it away and you We're can <laughs> do it again next year better. Sorry. But there are a lot of people that also um, have never written before. And that that's kind of the people that I try to pull into NaNoWriMo too is everybody wants to write a novel. Everybody wants to write the greatest American book that they can write. And they're all terrified. And you don't have to be terrified. It's it's all horrible. We're, we've all <laughs> we written all horrible things. We all suck together. Come have some coffee, and we will tell you you're awesome when you're not. Mm -hmm. Well, and, it, and no matter who it is, their first draft is terrible. I mean, sure. that's everybody in the world ever. So there are levels of terrible, but it's not going to be the thing that they publish. I mean, you know, so that, that was the huge mental hurdle for me the first year of NaNo was um, to just finish just finish, you know, don't look back. You make it better later. I, that was a fascinating concept to the new writer. Oh, oh, later is when I make it good. This right. is just when I make words. Oh, mm -hmm. that's completely different. Yeah. I think that's a hurdle that a lot of writers, are, especially new writers face is that it doesn't have to be good first go. It doesn't have to be perfectly it's edited. It's not going to be first, first no, go. No, it's never it going to be add, Or you'll never finish. Because that was something my 15-year-old self just couldn't, couldn't like almost gave up on it was because I was like this is terrible no one ever gonna read this the only person who read it was my sister but it didn't matter she's gonna think this is crap <laughs> and right. and that's where you create a mental hurdle that you can't get over yeah is thing is expecting it to be perfect right out of the gate yeah. and no one ever Right. Accomplishes no, that. The, the greatest no novels in the world. Yeah. never we aren't seeing the first draft. Yeah, Hemingway didn't turn in his first drafts. <laughs> no, and go perfect. 
done. done. Yeah. No, it, it gets because they were smudgy and reeked of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> he had to rewrite. Well, that sections. was part of the charm. But <laughs> and Cuban cigars. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think I think that's that's and that is a hurdle that most people have to get through. Joey is, is just try, saying I'm going to write, just write whatever. So would you say NaNoWriMo is more of a grammarly vomit? onto the page just to get it out there and then the cleanup happens afterwards. It definitely is. I think there are a couple of aspects of NaNoWriMo that someone like me who doesn't like rules and structure can really benefit from. One of them is the self-discipline to get up every day and do the same thing over and over again and habitually be working on a big project. I'm a big procrastinator and I'm I'm a big giver upper. You know, as soon as something's not working, Never mind. Like, I don't have any curtains in my house. I couldn't get the curtain rods to work. And I'm like, we are having blinds now <laughs> because I know how those work. But the other aspect of it is just to get those thoughts out of your head onto paper. A lot of people have a great story in their mind. Like, wouldn't it be cool if this book existed? It can. You can make it. You can do the thing. You just put it on the paper and you can fix it later. I'm really big advocate of the idea that NaNoWriMo is a pre-first draft. So a lot of people think they have all these ideas of what a first draft should be. And then they get caught up in, I have to fix this, I have to fix that, this character's kind of boring, that plot doesn't really make sense, there's a hole right there. Nope, just keep going. Just keep swimming, just keep breathing, just keep going. And you end up in the end of November with what I would like to characterize as a very, very, very detailed outline of your book. <laughs> and you can go back in and you can make a first draft out of that. See, that's, I, that's why I'm kind of excited. I'm going to go, go ahead and do this. Um, I'm excited to do it because I don't care whether it's bad. I want to actually say I've written a novel and put it in my file in the computer Boom. and not think about it ever again. Just to actually, <laughs> just to have it there, just to actually know that I've written fifty thousand words of anything uh, yeah. would be amazing. Because I don't, I don't do long form. You've heard my newscast in the morning. They're they're you know <laughs> maybe twenty words long. That's it. So it'd be nice to actually do something that's kind of long form. It's definitely a valid personal goal to have a big project that you finished, and it's totally valid to never do anything with that. It totally is. I have been writing NaNoWriMo since 2005. I've done nothing with any of the things I've written. Mm -hmm. I've won all but the first two years. Done nothing with those things because it's not about that for me. It's about getting up and doing a thing, seeing my friends, drinking coffee, drinking a lot of bourbon, <laughs> writing something really bad, and having the freedom to say that is terrible but i did it because i rock right and put it away and never touch it again yeah but that is, yeah that's a significant hurdle right there is just to give your to give yourself permission to create something and a never have to look at it again if you don't want to and b just say you accomplished it i mean that's that's huge. Yeah, my my father has written several, uh, written about three or four books. Um, they've all been pretty much just kind of sat in the closet. Um, he's tried to get some published. And I think he might be getting one published like now thirty years later. Um, so that's really cool. But uh, actually, no, one of them did get published. He uh, he self published it because you can do that now. But uh, you know, I just want to do like what he did was just write and just have it. Whether or not it, it does anything, it would just be a, a just a a great thing to say. Hey. I've done it. I've, I've actually mm -hmm. taken part in it. And for, for anybody with bigger 
or different. I don't want to say bigger. That's because it is a huge hurdle to finish the thing and to finish four or five things. But if you have dreams of publishing greatness, <clears throat> I mean, Nano is an excellent, like, finish the thing. Now you have a finished thing. Now, now you, you figure out how right. revision works. Because I, I have, I've only won the three times, uh, but I published two of them. And um, one of them was the first novel that I ever wrote eight years ago because it was awful as a novel the plot was I I stand by the plot but the actual working of the novel was bad and it took me a long time to figure out exactly how it was bad and, Mm -hmm. and to fix it to a place where I would show it to other people but in a real way in my head the story is not finished until other people read it I know this is not everybody but that is a huge deal for me I mean one person a million people it's not done until other people read my story right um, which means that I have to get it to a place where I'm prepared to show it to, you know, to other people. Um, so that <laughs> call them bigger plans, call them different neuroses. That's, uh, you know, that was what, what, what got me from the first draft to actually revising and finally paying people to put decent covers on it and publishing it. Right. So. You might write a full 50,000 page novel and then realize, well, this words, is actually words. This is Don't freak people out. <laughs> what did I say? Page. Page. Yeah. 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 50, 50, no, words. That's a huge difference. So just everybody settle down. That's a wheel of time book. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. Sorry. So, so you might write a 50,000 word novel and then realize, well, actually this is just a short story. You might edit it and say this, I mean, once you're finished. It could be a series of short stories. Yeah. A novella, it, yeah. you know. Yeah, 50,000 words. I, okay, I don't want to say this as people go into NaNoWriMo, but for, for, for comparison, you know those paperbacks that you would buy at the, you know, at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's about a 170-page paperback that size. So, I mean, this is not a huge book. So that is not to downplay the experience or, or overcoming a hurdle, but when you start thinking, uh, you know, if you come from with a genre in mind that typically runs long, yeah, that's maybe your first third. Like if you're going to take that that long, you know, like a high fantasy approach. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yes. that 50,000 words is maybe the first third of your it's book. the exposition. I'm sure Lord of the Rings is. I've never done a word count on Lord of the Rings, but it's a lot. And, and I mean, even every book, every, you know, section that he has is, is just amazingly long. So, but it's a good start. But then look at The it's, Hobbit. It's a great right. start. I mean, oh, yeah. I actually Manageable incorporated size. that into the first one that I wrote, that I said, that's the size I want. Like I want... One of those Doc Savage reprint sized, mm-hmm. you know, 170 page in and out punchy action stories that I want it to be 50,000 words. And I think when I finished it was, it was like 5,100, something like that. And then by the time I published it, I think it was over 60,000. But it's still, it's really short on purpose. I liked that. I, that was actually part of the approach that I was like, ooh, 170 page, like wham, bam kind of novel. Let's do that. Especially you know? they're so rare nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. I think that I topped out at like 67,000 last year. The longer you do NaNoWriMo, the, the more words you get in because the more you are able to focus and figure out what it is you want to say. You know, my first year, I wrote 1,500 words, and it took me all month. But I feel like I succeeded because in 2006, I signed up again, right? <laughs> right. Like, well, and the yeah. year before, you probably wrote zero words. Zero words. So, so yeah. 1,500% yeah. increase. That's right. Huge right. increase. And I, I don't think I won until my third year. Mm-hmm. And 
I fully believe, and this sounds ridiculous, that the reason I was able to win is because I got a sticker. They have NaNoWriMo stickers. And if you come to a meetup, I will give you a sticker, and then you can win. Because I have not met anyone who has had a sticker and didn't win. I've met a lot of people that have won without the stickers, right? <laughs> or a digital sticker. Or they di- have kind yeah, of digital stickers. They have the digital like stickers. But there's there's a correlation between going to the meetups and winning. Um, like half the people that sign up for NaNoWriMo win. But most of those people that win have gone to a meetup. The fact that you were able to win a few times without going to a meetup is a miracle. I, I have I have a complicated personality makeup. <laughs> that is the answer for how yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how we're all like, nodding yeah. in agreement. Yes, we all do. Yes, we all know that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it a makes sense cocktail. going to the meetups because then you can, like, if you're at a roadblock, a you can talk about your story, you can talk to other people about their stories, maybe glean some ideas if it came down to it. Uh, I mean, you just have that support system, social support system, and so it makes sense that oh, these people are waiting to hear how many words I've gotten mm-hmm. in this day. So I got I got I can't solve it. I didn't write at all. So then you start writing. Right. So and don't yeah, accountability. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one too. You can bring that home <laughs> with you also because this is going to take time at home. You need your mm-hmm. family sign off, possibly your bosses. <laughs> you need, I mean, like you need people on board who are. No, the things are not getting done because I have to write these words today. And when you start doing that, especially with a holiday in the middle of the mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the month, they are going to start asking you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you do a daily word count Facebook status, yeah, if you don't do another one of those a couple of days later, somebody's going to come and ask you. It's <laughs> both of- annoying and mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> Peer pressure is a remarkable motivator. <laughs> Regardless of whether you, how you look at it, it's true. It's call it accountability peer pressure if you're answering to someone outside yourself you're more motivated to do it your your excuses also sound more ridiculous <laughs> there is that i had to take my dog to get its hair cut yeah right. <laughs> that had to happen you guys i had to wash my hair yeah, i think in 2010 i got the h1n1 and <laughs> I thought I was going to die. Like, I'm so much hyperbole you. about it. But it was the worst <clears throat> flu I've ever had in my life. And I went on the forums and I said, you know, I may not finish NaNoWriMo this year. I'm really sick. I just want to lay in bed. And people commented back and they were like, if you're in bed, bring your laptop. <laughs> like, nobody, yeah. you know, nobody's going to let you give up. And as much as you have really legit, like, experiences that make you want to give up, Nobody wants you to. Everybody wants you to succeed, and we all want you to have something maybe that you're not proud of at the end of the month, but that you're proud of the accomplishment that you wrote it. Well, and that's kind of the step fun. one. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. absolutely step one. So Joey, talk to us about okay, so if somebody wants to do this, what do they do? How do they do this? Well, there's if you go to the website, nanorimo.org, you can sign up. You can join the Oklahoma City region. We have two regions this year, finally. It took us forever for, to get them to split. So the metro area is ginormously huge. Mm-hmm. So if you were in more Norman, they have their own kind of south Oklahoma City, more Norman thing. And then the rest of us are up here. So I've got North Oklahoma City, Yukon, Bethany, Guthrie, Piedmont, all of these places. Uh, you can sign up for whichever one you want. A lot of people that work in Norman, don't necessarily live there. They sign up for that one because the meetups are in the evening. They can go right after work. A lot of people have 
I have kind of a cult following. A lot of people from more Norman come up here and they meet with me and they make the drive. But sign up, join a region. There's a Google calendar. It'll say all of the meetups on it. You can go to some, you can go to none. All of the meetups that we have are come and go. If they start at 7 and you don't want to be there at 7, show up at 8, show up at 9, show up sometime before we leave. The fun thing of meetups is you get to make friends. Mm -hmm. And you get to find out who writes the same kind of stuff that you write. Who is also awake at 4 in the morning so I can send them a Facebook message and be like, (laughs) I hate my characters and I hope they all die. Um, Here's the good news. If you hate your characters and you you hope they all die, you can all die. You have the power. Yeah. Yeah. George R. R. Martin touched on exactly. That's right. That's how it happened. <laughs> no, his yeah. theory is if you love the car- characters, you can let them all die. That's right. That's true. I, I've gotten that that Facebook message at four in the morning. I hate my book and I hate my characters. And I said, kill everyone. Start start over. Start if you have to start over, if you figure out that your story is not great, start over. It's fine. Do not delete those words and they still count in your word count everything that you write in november totally counts and if you write three beginnings of a novel that counts we're good with that um but come to meetups go to our google calendar we have a facebook group that you'll be able to find it's linked on our regional mm-hmm. forums in the nanowrimo go to our facebook group join the group even if you think you'll never come to a meetup it's a fun Facebook group, and you'll be able to find out things. We do virtual write-ins over Google Hangouts, so if you never want to leave your house or if you do have the flu, stay home, please, <laughs> yeah. and write. You can write with us, and we'll chat with you, and we'll be your biggest cheerleader, and we'll try to get you going and see if we can get you to get a book out. So do people put in, like, their word count daily, or they put, how, do, how does that work? As far you as- can update it daily on the NaNoWriMo website. Your official word count that where you get kind of the digital goodies for winning doesn't start until, like, the last week of November, and that's when you upload your text to the website, and they have a counter. You want to start doing that as soon as they open it because their kind of algorithm that counts words maybe not the same as your word processing program. And the most heartbreaking thing is for you to wait until the 30th of November and upload it and find out that you're like 3,000 words short. Like, and it's happened. They Their algorithm gets better and better every year. But, you know, I'm a paranoid little girl and I just, I upload it and I see where I'm at and I compare and I try to, you know, do the math and figure out what it is that we need to do to get this going. But you can update it every day. You can, we tweet our word counts and that annoys people, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> it's also for bragging rights if you do yeah. sprints. Yeah. Like tweet, Twitter sprints were a thing last year. So like, like okay, uh, you have people that you're doing doing nano with on twitter right. and you go okay 10 o'clock there's going to be a sprint and then it's 10 to 10 05 like it is it is sprinting just how many words can you knock out in 5 10 15 minutes oh, whatever awesome. it is and then at the end it's like all right everybody post your word count and it's yes if you are a competitive type <laughs> and i am yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, i'm raising your, my hand here yeah your word yeah. count Ah, ah, yeah that's actually what's motivating me is my husband and i have agreed to do it together and there we go kevin's gonna join in yeah and we (laughs) between we have a very healthy competition between each other and so that's more than anything gonna motivate me to win this thing i wonder if i can talk my (laughs) wife into doing that She's she's teaching. It's really hard for her I to know. be a student to she uh, make the kids do it. She could try. Yeah, make the boy do it. Make the kids do it. Make the boy. 
my, my, only, my only fear about trying to get a word count is that I'd come in going, John was very, 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 very tall. tall. <laughs> like so tall. This made him very, hey, very, 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 very words. sad. <laughs> those, those are words. Those are words. They There's count. definitely part of the NaNoWriMo forums about word padding and how to go in and as much as I am not a rule follower, I think that's maybe cheating. Um, you one, cheat at solitaire? <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. There was somebody one year that was taking their whole novel and translating it on Google Translate into Chinese, then into Dutch, then back into English because it would add words. And they would be like, it's incoherent now, but my word counts on. And I'm like, I, I don't know that if that's, that's the point of NaNoWriMo. I, I don't want to play uh, you're having bad fun, but you're having bad fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's extra words there by magic. There's letter of the law, spirit of the law. Yeah. I just, I just think it'd be fun to try. Because I, 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 one of my favorite, and I was, I was talking once in a podcast about how everyone was re- some people were reading the dictionary. I was reading the thesaurus. And the reading the thesaurus, so because thesaurus. you can actually find ways to pad words by saying that's the same not thing padding. Over and over again. That's having a really good vocabulary. That's I was going to say, and as a journalist, that is key. It is because you can so. only say one word over and over again. It's many over and over times, again, yes. and it just yeah. starts to sound redundant. You're like, I got to find a different way to say this. Exact oh my gosh, thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, thesaurus is my best friend. Yeah. Well, and there's that whole aspect of I want to say this thing, but the words that I have right now do not adequately convey exactly what I want. You go to the the source, you can find the exact word that conveys that exact feeling in that circumstance. And that's way better than, you know, these nickel words. I had a guy one Mm -hmm. time, he says, "You, you, you use too many quarter words, you need to use nickel words. And I says, is there a budget? Do we have a budget for this book? Because no? Okay. Yeah, you, you got to be careful about using too many because it gets because it's a little confusing. But the beauty is now with with most word processing programs, Microsoft Word, uh, you right click and you can pull up the thesaurus, mm-hmm. and so you don't actually have to go to a thesaurus. You don't have to pull out the old book. You could just do it right there on the computer. There's a thesaurus.com. So nano it nano rocks. veterans, right now we will look at you and say, do not fall down that rabbit hole. Beware what, the uh, rabbit hole of the thesaurus. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I, because I, if you spend your ten minutes of writing time looking for exactly the right word, then you have one of your what, whatever it is, sixteen hundred and sixty-seven yes. words. No, I, and I don't, know. and I don't, I don't say it for no, that. No, no, it, it is a legitimate concern. In this exact context, I'm you saying if you're writing and you go, you find out that you've just said the same word, the same over and over again. Maybe click on the thesaurus and go, okay, there's a better word for that. Right. That's the only way I would, I would actually use it. Not uh, trying to find... Jerk nano advice. If you catch yourself doing that, don't do that. Highlight it and do it during revision. There you go. And also, and also, <laughs> the only time I ever do that is if there's an intelligent character and they wouldn't say this mundane-ish word. I need a more sophisticated mm, word sure. for it. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. something yeah, I mean, you can that's do a big, edit. That's a big deal for character development. I, yeah. I mean, making sure that your characters sound different than one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes if they're if they're the brain of the five-man band, mm-hmm. that can be pretty easy with your with your ten-dollar words. Yes. One of the things that you can really do that can help with editing that you do later, never in November, always later, (laughs) always later, is you put in a word and you say, I'll put in parentheses, the word precarious is not right here, but it's something like that, but not quite right. Not only does that help you when you come back, I always come back in January and look over Mm -hmm. it again. I take December off for eating. And 
it helps you then, but also a little bit of cheater adds a couple of words. It adds two words. <laughs> adds a couple of words. This is not what I meant to say, but I will put in something later that works better for this right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just added 15 words. One of the tricks I learned uh, when way back in the day is like I'll handwrite really rudimentary like story plot. You know, that has a little bit of detail. But then when I go to type it, I pad it like crazy oh. <laughs> like and then add to it because it gives me enough time to think about it because I've written it all down. I know what's going to happen. I know what these characters are going to say. But then I can add details when I go in and type it up to upload it. That's one of the things that I always did. I never, I only finished one time, but that was the one time that that actually happened was I would write handwrite. But you finished one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't Booyah. learn handwrite. It's too slow. I, I can't, it it makes word, that's where I'm at too. I, I, that's just, oh. I just cannot, I type so much faster. The computer was the greatest invention ever. And I, I was doing it on typewriter before it was, before the computers as well. And I found that I could type faster than I could. Um, and I'm not, I don't, I don't, I've never taken typing classes or anything like that, but I guess you cannot, if you are a long form, you've got the old fashioned notebook and a pen, you can't do this. You yes, know? you can. Oh, yes. you totally oh, can. Actually, they, totally can. You, you just can't you. upload it. You just, you just can't <laughs> upload your word count. And what you do is you go to the library and you just copy paste the same word to make however many it is you counted and you upload that. And that's totally fine. They don't care what you upload as long as it's the right number of words. Um, on that note, don't do that if you didn't write the words. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Nobody's well, gonna care. You're cheating, but you're cheating at solitaire. I mean, you're never gonna feel good about yourself. But Wait, we if you totally didn't write the words. You mean like somebody taking somebody else's work and? Oh yeah, or just you know saying they wrote the novel in the month and they really didn't write anything. And just, you know, copy pasting the word. Oh, the, yeah, don't do that. The thing is with the website, <laughs> they have kind of a grinder that will, they don't want to take a whole bunch of people's other intellectual property just right. for a word count. So it actually does some kind of character switch so that the... the So somebody else can't later go in and steal your stuff. Yeah, from Nano. I mean, like right. on the website, it changes it. I, I mean, I it, it sounds ridiculous, but on one hand, I, I appreciate this. It's not that high a bar. It's just like a character switch. So it's gibberish when they count it. Mm-hmm. Like it's still split up into words, but oh, it's gibberish okay. when I they was, count it. Okay. That's why someone could easily just go and, 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 copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. But why would you? Right, right? why would you why do that? Would, And how could you look at yourself There's, there's in the nothing, mirror. there's nothing. It's so not like you're actually winning right? something. It's, right. it's, it's a yeah. matter of pride and... Also, you, we're you, all no, judging you. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's no pride if you've cheated like that. That's that would not work at all. I, I was was curious. Have have has anyone ever gone on from NaNoWriMo to to being a published? Oh, author? tons of people, tons of people. <laughs> um, One is sitting right here. I was going to say, Devin's pointing at Josh. <laughs> yeah. Um, tons of people have gone on to write, and some of them are very successful, and. There was a guy I met the other day that wrote his first novel in NaNoWriMo last year. And since then, all through 2015, he's been writing these short kind of serial fan fiction kind of books. And he's been selling them on Amazon, you know, $1.99 a pop. We made six figures this year, <laughs> you know, selling random things he wrote. He, t- he said it takes him about a week to write a book now. And I just cannot imagine what kind of book that is. But I might pay $2 to find out. Right. There's your motivation, people, right there. <laughs> That's right. Start right around the corner. on books. Yeah, and Josh, I did not mean to. You <laughs> no, have, you've actually, you've actually been published you've, from, from, from two, two of your three stories. Is that what I heard? Well, I mean, I've uh, two of my three nano novels right. I've published. Well, that's what, that's what I yeah. meant. Yeah. Two of the, two yes, of the three winning And the third, one will, the third one I won will get published 
it was supposed to be the sequel to one, and now there's now there's one in between. That one in between doesn't exist yet, so I have to write that one before the. Uh, is that going to be your one you work on this month? No, I am also rebelling this month. I am using this month to finish things. Mm. Yeah. You've had so. a lot on your plate for a while. Well, so. it's, yeah, but there's, yes. Okay, so here's the challenge. Are we all doing NaNoWriMo? Except Josh. No, I'm doing it. Oh, I mean, wait. I will have 50,000 words. Oh, you're words. doing it to finish other things. I'm just on, doing oh. it to finish other things. I misunderstood. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. So that's just yes. you, Nikki. Peer pressure. Oh, peer yeah. pressure. I, I just, I just, just do it. Just so do much it. Story okay, is. I have to, I have to defend my handwriting thing real quick. You see, the, oh no, there's the, no, defense. no, 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 I'm no. jealous. The best part about writing by hand, though, is because I can do it anywhere. I don't need my laptop or my whatever. See, and I'm, I can write it down when laptop. I'm waiting in line at to pick up my kids. That I is, can write stuff true. down. And yet, you, you only if you have the notebook. I always keep my notebook with me. That's yeah. why we have purses. Yeah. I'm, I'm also, <laughs> I, I now carry a man purse just I, so I can have I, too, but mine's got my iPad in it. So my iPad, I can immediately pull yeah, out. Yeah, but you can only use thumbs. All thumbs. True. No, you can do There's that no one. substitute for a moleskine. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, but. My notebook is an integral part of my creative process. Amen. Now I will participate yeah. in it. Yeah. Right. Yay! Okay. See, we've converted one already. That's right. And you're all going to have to hear about it, and you're all going to listen to me complain, and you're all going to deal with it. Okay, that's a good opportunity to return to the second week. So the <laughs> okay, second, second week. week. Okay, so what's And, and I know this is not just me, so uh, we'll, we'll see if jo Joey's had the same experience. Uh, so the first week, you are... Super pumped? Super pumped. Oh, I mean, sure. you, you know exactly oh, what you're going to do. You're excited about it. You've been thinking about it. You got notes or whatever. Um, burst of creative energy. First week is uh, your family is behind you. There aren't giant loads of laundry <laughs> undone, dishes piling up in the sink and all that stuff. And you just, boom, first week is typically no big deal. The second week is usually when you have reached the point in whatever outlining you did that it's the mushy spot that you were like, I'll figure that out when I get there. Well, you're there, gang. <laughs> and the, the things are piling it's up. It's still mushy. Yeah, it's still, you still aren't sure. And, and, uh, um, the whole uh, it's starting to be a, it's starting to be work at that point also to just like make the time to make those couple of thousand words is starting to become like what never has housework looked so good now, that kind you, of thing there i stand by <laughs> there is nothing easier than not writing um, Amen. uh so yeah so the second week as i understand it is pretty uniformly <laughs> beware the ides of nanorimo it's not it's not it's not a pleasant time if you get through it you're a downhill slope. Like you're you're fifty percent right. done at that point. And if you it's your first book or whatever, you've never written anything before. You now have twenty five thousand words. You're over the hump. Write it out. But the yeah. second week is not good. <laughs> I believe that. Not to mention, I'm sure the second week is is if you're writing in a, in a you're typically kind of toward, trying to lead towards some kind of a climax, some kind of mm -hmm. a you know a middle of your book that if you don't really yeah, know you've... where you're going, it can be harsh. Yeah. Well, and there's. A lot of people, they, you know, have been in school, they've been at college and everything. They've never worked on anything longer than a week mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. their life. Even if you've been to college and you were supposed to work on it longer than a week, you know you wait. <laughs> and you call your mommy and you say, I have a 2,700 word, you know, thing due at midnight and it's 10 p.m. And can you bring me Taco Bell? Like, we've <laughs> all been there. And so you get that first week and you're pumped and you're super excited and it's going to be great and I'm going to write a novel and then 
I don't really know what happens next. Mm -hmm. And you get on Facebook and all your friends are having a life. They all have their pumpkin spice latte and they're, you know, they're going out to see the new movie that's out. They're doing all these things. And you're like, why am I? This is horrible. (laughs) This is horrible. horrible. (laughs) This is the torturous thing that I'm doing right now. But if you can get past it, if you can get through the second week, even if you don't have 25,000 words at the end of the seven week, the second week, even if you're just writing 200 words a day, you'll pick it up the third and the fourth week. Because by the time you get to the third week and Thanksgiving is looming, you're like, I told everyone I was going to do this. <laughs> and, and that procrastination and that, you know, tumbling down Tumblr, that quits because you're writing. You're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But that second week is it's horrible. Vicious. BT dubs. Since we are talking about writers who tend to be introverts, if you're looking for an excuse to hide from your family on Thanksgiving, make sure they know all month that you've been working on National Novel Writing Month. I'm like 2,000 words down, you guys. Turkey's over. I got to vanish to the other room. Do this thing. Just bring me pie. It's actually (laughs) the excuse I am using with my family. There you go. The house house I we we bought now has has a room just for me to go and and play on my computer. Oh, so. so good. No, well, write it's also, books. It's also my son's. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Write books, not play. Turn off the Wi-Fi, get some words down. No. That's the thing. <laughs> what about That's research? Should have researched today's research day. You then you're turn, done. You, you got to write. the Wi-Fi off on your computer. And just that yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, don't do the whole house because then the, I have a teenage daughter. <laughs> Mom! I'm not even doing this. It's I want to get on the internet. Right. Why aren't you listen. writing a book right now? Like, why aren't you writing? Everybody suffers together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all going to Go suffer. write a book. I'll write a book. Yeah, Misery when she loves says company. today is research day, she means October 31st. I research was going to say research over during November. Yeah, comes before. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Outlining yeah. before. Yeah, we are recording this on Halloween. Wait, so. I just decided to do this. <laughs> well, then you you've got a day to do an outline. You said you were a pantser. You don't need an outline. Pantser? Yeah, yeah. So I've already got. I've already nice got my story. Try. I've already already know where I'm going now that <laughs> I can do too. fanfic. I already know the story that I'm writing, Boom. so it's already there. And I, like I said, I didn't have to do much research because I know where it's going. My and whole life been, has been research for a Star Wars. Story. That's it. Has. It, <laughs> it has. It really has. Even though he has Star Trek on today. I know. I, that's right. I am Kirk, Captain Kirk today. But so. you know, it's been germinating. Yeah. So, any anything else you want to add? I think it's really important to remember that all of the obstacles that you have in your head are lies. You don't need a laptop. You can handwrite. You don't need to handwrite if you can't. We have a guy that I kid you not brings his 1957 Smith Corona to the meetups and sets it down on the table at IHOP. And click, 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 click. It's the oh. most amazing soundtrack to my writing. So Stephen no King. doubt. Oh, I would, I would so, oh, I, could, I, could, I could enjoy that. It's I actually have one if you want to borrow it. New, that, that would be the number, the new number one spot of most glared at by Josh at IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a soothing You have sound. to suffer for your art. That's right. Man. Amen. Bleed I noticed on NaNoWriMo, I did actually ask people what your favorite novel writing music is. So very quickly. I, see, for me, it's I just throw on I have Pandora. I have an epic soundtrack station on Pandora. So what is everyone's? I cannot listen to music and write or read. So nothing for, for Devin. Nothing. Josh, do you listen huh. to something? Deafening silence. I do, but silence. it depends on what I'm writing. So the so for the first for the long form thing, I have two short things I'm going to finish this month, and then a long long thing I'm going to work on. It will not be finished this month, but I'm going to work on it. Um, is uh, Viking Saga? So it will be Man of War, Kings of Metal. Excellent. Yeah. 
Nikki, what do you like to listen to? I always go for the video game soundtracks. Yeah. Like Devin, if there are words or lyrics, it will distract me. I'm I, thinking cannot, of a, I'm, I can't I'm, do lyrics either. I'm building a music video in my head if there are <laughs> lyrics. Dude. Yeah, and no. So I'm t- video I'm game soundtracks, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy soundtracks, anything with the piano. Or if you're going, you know, like <clears throat> battle scenes. I mean, battle oh. music from Halo. video yeah. games yeah. are yeah. perfect to write battle. Of course, the worst scenes thing is you'd be writing something else and you're do Well, we go with the role playing games, obviously. More she hits a good point, and there's a level up sound. Joy, what do you listen to? Oh, that's spectacular. I actually. Listen to the video game soundtracks. You think of a game that you were really into that has a really good soundtrack that has that nervous energy. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm going to come around this corner and some guy's going to shoot me in the face. That's the best music to listen to because those feelings that you had in that game that. come right back to you. The other thing that I do is when I'm doing sprints or I'm doing word wars and people say, you know, from 10 to 10.05, we're going to write as much as we want. I am forever turning on that song, Here Comes the Doctor from Doctor Who. Nice. It sounds triumphant, and you sound like you're about to walk in with the TARDIS and do some stuff. Amen to that. And I listen to it, and I get so many words because the tempo of that song, and you can get it done. One of the things um, when in my big fanfic writing days when I was in high school, because the only person that would read it was my sister. Me and my sister would trade fan fiction because we were really isolated as children. But we would write on on, on the borders what soundtrack we were writing this to. And so we would listen to it while reading each other's fan fiction. And it almost gave like a soundtrack to the book. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, I wish someone would actually like make a soundtrack and publish a book to listen and read at the same that time. That would be amazing. That happened with House of Leaves, actually. That's true. I don't know what that For is. For what it's worth, uh, I have heard lots of authors who now use, that, like they don't publish it, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's somebody else's music, but they will make the A soundtrack playlist. that, yeah, the playlist that they were listening to while they worked on the book available. Um, to, you like know, to the fans. Like a YouTube playlist type oh, thing. Oh, you're on my newsletter. Here is the soundtrack, uh, you know, nice. the playlist that I used while I wrote this book, or That's pretty uh, cool. as like a promotional thing. So I love keep those track. like crossover multimedia things. One of the greatest things I ever saw in a book was they were talking about a YouTube video that they had seen, and then there was a QR code, and I scanned <gasps> nice. it and it went to the YouTube video so I could watch it exactly as they were love describing. It. I was like, "You're a genius! Why am I not a genius like this?" <laughs> And yeah. just, just for you, by the way, this is the, is this the music? That is the music. Nice. Oh, that is a perfect ride because it's like real rushed, and like you're like you know you have to get something done. This is this is onwards by the doctor. And I, oh yeah. Every t- I, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It is if motivating. You're on the treadmill, you could Dude. loop this and go a billion miles because it's that just. Nice. And you, you feel like you're for. saving the world. That's like right. you're about to save the world. You're about to do the thing. That saves everybody. That's right. So I just thought I'd play that because I've got, mm-hmm. I've, I've got it on here. Because I've got a whole bunch of Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> a bunch of Doctor Who right at his fingertips. That's yeah. right. Don't feel bad. It's on my Shocker. phone. Doctor Who, Star Wars. Yeah, I'm a touch of geek. All obviously. That's phone. why I'm doing this podcast. Um, we, we're going to need to close it out. Uh, do want to talk real quickly about Star Wars. Uh, very quickly because there's, there's a movie we, apparently it's coming out. There's a movie coming out? There's a movie coming out? I know. I know. I'd heard. That's, I, how come I yeah. haven't heard about this yet? <laughs> I don't think you it's know, true. Are, I think it's so a rumor. People who are upset right. about this, the new trailer that came out because they were like, "Oh, it's it's just kind of it's just, you know." The, the thing was, it was not made for us. That trailer. Oh no. That was made for people who are sitting watching football and do not know there is a new Star Wars movie out. Mm. So. So the five people in the cave, you now know. Yes. 
Me and my right. fiance have a bet that Star. I think Star Wars is going to beat out Avatar as best movie ever. I think it'll gross more. It, it, I, oh, yeah. I was like, um, uh, or as best <laughs> like on what money, in what context? Based on, context. Based on like gross, yeah, gross, gross, gross worldwide. Uh, well, and of course, I, I, Star Wars. I think it's going to do the same thing what happened with Titanic. Titanic came out almost the exact same time, a week before Christmas, and because there was nothing until summer, as far as movies, blockbuster sure. movies. It stayed there for 17 weeks. It stayed number one for like 17 weeks. It, it'd be knocked off every now and then, but it'd go right back because there was nothing that really took over. I think Star Wars is going to go all the way until Batman v Superman, mm -hmm. and it will be the number one movie of 2015 and 2016, without a doubt, because it, it's just gonna it's gonna blow the numbers away. I as think. long as they don't totally blow it, which I don't think they will. J.J. No. Abrams' sense of joy in making this is kind of <laughs> making me excited. I mean, if you watch like the behind the scenes stuff. Everyone there is so freaking it's, it's excited not, yeah, it's not to just be Abrams, there. It's Harrison it's Ford. It's the fact. I mean, I, I'm a sucker for earnestness, right? And that is what is getting yes. me excited. It, it, and, it, and I've also heard complaints that well, and, it's being done by committee, and I'm like, well, but that's how things get done well. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's what, talk about the last time things weren't done by committee. Exactly. They're called exactly. prequels. Phantom Menace <laughs> and, in, a, in a room by himself made it, and and including the computers. Yeah, and they're yeah. why I'm gun shy about the whole. Yeah. No, this will Venture not be as bad as Phantom Menace. Is, but the joyfulness is making me the, excited again. I forget their actual, like their real life names, the actors that play Ray and Finn. Yeah. Watching their reactions oh, to, the, to the trailer, these little Vine videos, it's I was like, that's beautiful. fresh. Yes. I'm going to go to this movie. Now. Well, the, and I think that, and actually, I, I had said, you know, if, if George Lucas had done what Walt Disney is doing now, which is basically introducing us to these characters. If he'd done that in 1999, because that was my problem with Phantom Menace. I walked in and went, okay, I know the name Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's Ewan McGregor. Mm -hmm. I don't know who these other people are. I don't know who a Qui-Gon is. I don't know. Oh, look, there's the Emperor. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, I know and him. it just all went downhill uh, from If they had introduced us to these characters and introduced Anakin. So I wasn't surprised when I saw that Anakin was not a teenager. Mm -hmm. He was just a little boy. I mean, if they'd done all that, because I'm—I know some of these characters who were coming up in Star Wars. You know, I just think it might have been a Phantom Menace might have been a little bit better, maybe. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we would have been better prepared. Notice the silence in the room. The reason I want to bring this up is because I've got my tickets for Saturday mm -hmm. at twelve thirty mm -hmm. at the Harkins. No, the Windsor. At the Windsor. It's the Windsor Ten. Windsor 10. The Windsor Ten on twenty third, and we are inviting everyone. Joey, you are invited to come as well. Uh, just go online. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm cautiously excited. Girl, I think that right there's here. <laughs> right here. The thing is, it's just got to be better than the prequels, and I'll be happy. Amen. And that's such a low bar <laughs> that I feel like I could do this. That's like I'd, saying it because we're better than a holiday special. <laughs> well, and I work with children, and there's this whole generation of children that have come up that were introduced to Star Wars with the prequels. I know. And it breaks my heart. And I told him, I said, you just got to forget those exist. <laughs> and you got to four, five, and six, just four, five, and six, all the way until this new one comes out. And then if it's horrible, we'll I'm just go sorry. back to four, five, and six. We'll just go back to four, <laughs> five, and six. Which it, it, it makes sense, though. I mean, if from this vantage point, that was 60 years ago, the, the first movie. So 63 years ago from the. So. There's, there's internal timeline. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, so you know, that, that's <laughs> gone. It's long gone for you know for, for you know Finn and and Ray basically asking you know 
Han Solo was was all this true that it happened, and that was just thirty years ago. Well, here's the big deal there. So that's they're returning it to fairy tale, right? Like yeah. right out of the gate, it's mm-hmm. a fairy tale, um, which was decidedly not what the prequels were. Like they wanted to care, wanted us to care about economics and political politics and, and cares. This is a fairy tale, right? You know, yes. so yeah, it's a fantasy, I, that's a, and it should that's be a, a thesis fantasy. statement. Mm-hmm. I think that that was in there on in the trailer on purpose. Mm-hmm. It also um, kind of. The feels. Yes, I actually had feels for that. I, one. I had feels. Unlike that the moment. revulsion that I had for ancient doddering Han Solo Thank in the you. teaser. Oh, uh, see, I, I I know everybody had really heartfelt feelings for that, and I was just like, he looks hella hold, and it makes me sad. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I, I just from every, every teaser, tra- I did not think the trailer was actually better than the previous teasers, but it was amazing, um, and and only because it wasn't really again, it was not meant for me. It was meant for. We're already sold. Yeah, I'm know? already going. Um, sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Well, I am cautiously optimistic. We're going. We're, we're going. going. Yes, we're go. going. We've already bought our tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going. So it's not a matter. I can't believe I already bought my tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so. Proud. So I didn't so, do this for anything. I haven't done this for anything. Never. I never have either. I did it for Hitchhiker's Guide. I would go. I did it for every single Lord of the Rings that came. I was like, I did it for every single Harry Potter. But now, see, I've I've gone, I've bought, I've bought the tickets. Like, you know, if I'm, I don't want to wait in line, I'll go buy them before I go wait in line. But but that's in the car on the way. Never, yeah, I've never bought almost two months, three months in advance. I'm I'm actually nervous that you know something will happen between now. I know, right? They hyped it so like you're never going to get tickets to see the movie. That's right. The whole world could blow up, and I just wasted twelve bucks. Right. <laughs> I want my two dollars. <laughs> Thank you. Better off dead. Um, so anyway, so everybody is invited. Who's listening to this podcast? Twelve thirty at the. It is twelve forty on the nineteenth. Twelve forty. Saturday the nineteenth. Twelve forty. December nineteenth. Everyone, come join us. Windsor ten. Join us. A lot of fun. So. That's our show. Uh, you can join us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You can also like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments, Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me on the tweet at, at Wubba, W-U-V-B-A. And my current name is Call from Basement. Oh, because, yes, you can, you can change it, yes. Yeah. I haven't changed mine. Yeah, mine's, yeah. You can find me <laughs> at Josh. Joshua Unruh. And uh, right now it's Joshua Undead, but this is Halloween, and I'm, I've am i enjoyed my hideous profile picture and my scary name. But, yeah, Halloween's just about over, and I'm going to change it all back. Your profile so. picture needs to be that new picture of you sitting at that lounge chair with a drink. That looks like a portrait. <laughs> I love that beautiful. picture. It he's, looks, he's actually it, having it commissioned for his hey, den. You guys. That the Rockford Cocktail Den is the coolest bar <laughs> in the history of bars. It's very Dorian That's Gray. my shout out. Where is where is that? Is that um, I don't know the actual address. Twenty uh, Third Street. Um, yeah, uptown. So Twenty Third Street. What is it right across from? It's right where Granddad's was. Oh, yeah, that's that sad. sad. We're not gonna do it that yeah. way. So it's just down the street from Empire Strikes Back or Empire Strikes yes. Books. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Grand opening was last night. Go check it out. Go buy some books. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that should be your new profile picture. Nikki. I am at Retro Robinson on Twitter, and I also run the Facebook page. Joey. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Oki Space Queen. Nice. Oki, fantastic. And when when is the very first 
nano meetup? Is it at midnight? I'm not coming to that. Not one. this no. year. <laughs> Usually, I have a meetup at midnight. This year, I actually have a social life, so I'm going to a Halloween party. Nice. Yay. 9 a.m. Midwest City IHOP. We are meeting up, and we're calling it a sugar rush ride-in. Please eat a bunch of Halloween candy right before you get there, <laughs> and we're going to ride in and have coffee and possibly pancakes. The IHOP on Midwest City. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Sweet. And I'm at KOSU Michael C. Uh, Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, leave us a comment. Until next time, with Joy Robin, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Josh Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. And we're reminding you to keep calm and geek on.